give me something. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, it's time for us to give you something this Wednesday. Georgie Parker here, and look, the other guys, they've been bringing in some big guests with them, and we, we brought our own big guests, of course, last week with Jared Cole, the dart superstar, but I don't think we need one this week with our superstar lineup. We've got the Patrick Garshagan from Sportsbet, we've got Felix Von Hoff from, from the NBL, and we have Joel Sugarcane <laughs> with me, and boys... It's hump day and we all have a little bit of a spring in our step. We've got the weekend in sight. We're allowed to drink with mates. In some pub states, we're allowed to drink in pubs. But guys, it's single digits until the footy is back. Especially you, Shug. You must be absolutely over the moon. Georgie, it's no spring. It's a big, big bounce. We're getting ready to rock and roll. The greatest game in history on the world is about to come back. You think the Jordan Docker was big? This is bigger. They are the Panthers Docker? The Panthers, Docker. <laughs> oh, pray for the Panthers. Look, for those who don't know about the Panthers, the mighty Panthers, this is a young, young, talented team who, coming through as kids, they scooped every prize. They were the ones. They were the team you wanted to be. They took on the young Roosters in all the young grand finals. Well, guess what? The old Roosters, they've kicked on to major premierships. The young Panthers, they have not converted. You know why? I think they've remained immature. People are loving the dress outs, which is great. The dress fits is great. It looks great when you're coming through. It's great to read the papers and all those sorts of things. But guess what? Bellamy, Robbo, Hasler, are they putting that, that, that kind of caper this close to the premiership starting? I think not. I think not. Call me Sam Newman on the golf thing, but I think this is just a bad, bad play. They have welcomed scandal in the recent times, the Penrith Panthers. The last thing they want is attention. The only attention they want is another two competition points in the bank. Newcastle Knights take on the Panthers in the next round. Load up. Repent. Repent. Let them release their inner panther, mate. They're fine. It's not the worst thing that's going to happen to them all year. So let them, uh, let them, yeah. let the boys be boys. Or actually, it's probably a bit dangerous to say in there. Tell you what, I'll tell you what, Sugar Joel Kane. Might as well be walking with a cane with that old man take right there. That's, <laughs> hey, that's hey, you, you might like Zoom. it, Felix. You might like <laughs> it. But deep down, Ivan Cleary saying, holy dooly, boys. We're this close to the competition start. Do you need to pretend like you're Americanos? We're nothing like the bloody NFL players, the, the basketball players. A lot more than the NBL players, but nothing like those guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just a bit of personality, Sugar. We like to see a little bit of zap. From our players, we don't want to see big brick walls just walk around and robots. There probably a is a bit of spice. Too, spice is a variety of life. There sure. probably is a few too many comparisons to Michael Jordan in the last month, though, isn't there? hundred percent. Yeah, but that's just because we're in we're in a weird world, unprecedented times with the Jordan. Who knows? They're trying to keep their on. jobs. But I'll tell you what, how about how about Georgie coming out saying it's hump day? It may as well be 2017 saying that I'm from the NBL. I know. I know. It's Wednesday morning. We're not over the hump yet. We're just trying to spice up the listeners, guys. This is the hardest. It is the hardest part before the peak. It's, you know, where you build up the most sweat. Georgie, it's been known as hump day forever. So just march on with that. Don't listen to these bugger lugs, right? Look, I can't believe how long we've been going in this podcast. The recording says... Uh, about 50 minutes because Patrick stuffed up the first episode. But it is far less than that. Patrick, what is behind you there? Where, where are you today? Well, Georgie said no no guests, but so I thought I'd bring a game uh, to today's Give Me Something podcast. And I'm sitting in front of a, a delightful little um, sunflower field, which is a famous scene from a movie. Now, uh, I'd like you all to hazard a guess and guess which movie 
this famous scene is indeed from. So for those who might be a bit tricky for the audio consumers, but the video consumers, they can definitely play along as home. I can see you yelling at your YouTube screen right now. So where is this movie from, Georgie? I'll Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Honey, Great I Shrunk film. the Kids. Great no. film. Patrick probably doesn't know that one. He's a bit young. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with B. Is that what it's no. called? Yeah, B movie. I, I've given me a bit of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibe. I remember a couple of outdoor scenes. Well, your your scream looks like a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> the Albion. The Albion that's, that's, backdrop. Oh, that's God-rested soul. No, you're all wrong. I'm going to step away. Can you see? Can you see who's in the background now? Wait, that where'd little, you go? Can, can you see who's in that? <laughs> the that big one giant character? ass there. Yeah, I can still see as a big donkey. Why is, yes. why is Felix in your background? No, nah, it's a donkey because it's from Shrek. It's from Shrek. Remember when he says to donkey, ogres have onions. Ogres have layers like onions. <laughs> completely stitched that up. That <laughs> who, uh, who played him? Who played him, Patty? Who played the uh, the uh, the donkey? Ah, uh, the donkey. That was um, Mike Myers. Mike Myers, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Who played Shrek? Wasn't that Eddie Murphy? Sorry, Eddie Murphy. Oh, Mike, Mike Myers, Myers Shrek. Shrek. Yes, Mike that's Myers. right. Shrek. Any right. movies. Know your yeah. movies. Know Cameron your movies. Diaz played uh, Fiona. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That, is, that is a who, father who, of multiple children right there. Who played, <laughs> who played Lord Farquhar? Ooh. Uh, yeah. John. John. Um, am I on the right page here? I, I don't know. Mate. John Ham. <laughs> you could say anyone. John uh, Ham. The, the, English, the English comedian, John. Please. Come to me. John Cleese. Who played um, Puss in Boots? Oh. Oh, this uh, is Antonio one. Banderas. Yeah. Antonio oh, Banderas. Look at this. We're just solving the world's problems here on GMS. <laughs> we'll have, well, I wonder if there's any listeners left, whether they'll be able to take these tips. Oh, yeah, well, let's get into it because it is, what, eight days, Shook, until the NRL. <laughs> We've got some new markets out and some head-to-heads going on in the NRL. AFL's still a while off. We're going to do the futures there, but so we're going to focus quite a lot on the NRL, seeing as we've got an expert here. Yeah, where, where is he? <laughs> <laughs> He's Felix, Felix. Yeah. He's just um, a panther outfit. Look, I've got some low-hanging fruit. I, I went to Twitter uh, earlier in the week, and in this time, I reckon I've put on about six kilos, right? And this is poignant because, because you need a good trainer at this time to get you through isolation. Now, the best trainer in rugby league at the moment is a bloke called Andrew Gray. Now, Andrew Gray was at the Dragons, who hadn't won a comp for about... 35 years, they won the comp. He went to the Sharks, who hadn't ever won a comp in 50 years. They won the comp. He's gone to the Tigers. This is his first year, and they are rock-hard fit. He would not have missed a beat over this time. I went to Twitter earlier in the week. They were $2.30. $2.30 to take on the Sharks, who ironically are Andrew Gray's former side. Uh, Josh Morris, who started here with the Sharks, he's left them to go join his twin brother at the Roosters. Now, the problem the Tigers had at the start of the year, and they won one from two, the Sharks have not won a game. They are yet to win a game. And people were fearing that one of the best back teams to get the spoon at the start of the year. They've signed this young, brilliant young hooker who some are saying is the next Cameron Smith called Harry Grant for the Melbourne Storm. He has his first game for the Tigers. $2.30 was a steal. $2.10, you still need the balaclava to take the price. It's a great bet. Tigers, I was bagging the Panthers before about the dress-up. And I was very, very keen on the Knights. But I am hearing that Caelan Pong is in significant doubt, which does does let them off a hook a little bit. So I'm really keen on the Tigers, but just keep an eye on the Ponga situation. If he plays, load up on the Knights. Sure. Now, I know it's, it's a bit tough at the moment because some guys don't want to be playing in these sort of hub situations, but why did they sign a hooker? Uh, they, they didn't have a hooker. 
<laughs> he didn't have a hooker. Or, or, a dumb, or a dummy half, shall we say. <laughs> Oh, and I guess slight sort of stuff there. <laughs> we were all thinking it as as <laughs> AFL. Um, now, if we're going to look at any futures, who do you have for minor premiers? Who do you have for final winners? Anything to look forward to? Yeah, so Ricky Stewart would be blowing a gasket today because his team were right in the mix, but they're from Canberra, the Raiders naturally. Now their home game has been assigned in Campbelltown, so at best. Every week they're travelling three hours a week. So I can't have that. I'll put a line through that. You look to the season coaches, again, those who've got their ships right in order. Bellamy, he'll have them absolutely honest as. They'll be ready to go to the Melbourne Storm. You just keep backing them in the first few rounds. You keep backing the Tigers. Maguire is a season coach. You keep backing them. And the other team you keep backing is Manly. Uh, Des Hasler and the Manly side. So if I'm backing two for the premiership, I'd probably back uh, the Melbourne Storm and Manly. But I'd be very keen on the Tigers at a big price top eight. And what do you think of though about the tiger the tiger sorry the storm having to move up to Albury? Is that going to affect them at all? I mean they're pretty um, mature. They've got a pretty good culture there at that club, but that's probably going to be detrimental to their season. Well, they've now they've now said they can go back to Melbourne, Georgie. So their home games yesterday's announced they'll be playing in Melbourne. So if you think about teams like Canberra, other teams, they've only got six home grounds. They're going to share six home grounds between all the comps. So which means most are playing in a home ground which is not theirs. Melbourne Storm, luckily, not only do they have their home ground, they get that guaranteed of forcing teams to travel. So they're well-placed. They're well-placed, the Melbourne Storm. Very good. And, and Felix, do you have any tips to add to the NRL? I know you've, you consider yourself a bit of an expert. Yeah, no, I, I'll tell you what, I am going to get to the NRL because I've been waiting. I've been waiting for the chance because I do actually enjoy watching it. But no, I'll tell you what, if you do want to catch all those odds and more, the Get Them On Side podcast. Now, I'm a big podcast guy. And I do not know much about the NRL at all, but I have been enjoying the Get Em On Side podcast. And I'm sure you're going to have even more of these season predictions that I can tell you. I've been on the receiving end of some fantastic bets that have come the way, especially when you talk those, you know, Tigers versus those $2.20 odds. Mm. I'll tell you what, I've had a fair fill up on a few of Shug's tips. Just asking something for the team here um, and just forecasting potential ratings. You know, you boys are in Melbourne. Georgie's over there in Perth with no other sport on. Do you expect to watch any game, some part of a game, rugby league with the free air? Do you, do you actually expect you'll be watching it or, or do you think it still may struggle in those less native no. states of rugby league? Funny, I, I, be I wonder, will it be on free to air here in Perth? <laughs> yeah. But most certainly Fox. Have you guys got TV? I'll be watching it because I'm so starved for sport content. I'm so sick of scrolling through, watching the news, all those things. I'm just excited to put something on. You don't know the result. You, no one can spoil it for you. I just can't wait. And I'll be watching it um, and watching my Storm boys. Absolutely. Uh, now, Patrick, you're headed to the golf. Yeah, I'm headed to the golf. Um, well, you, you, you played your first round the other day. How did. did that go for you? Scheisenhausen. Absolutely crap. Um, forgot how to play. There was one hole where I'm duffed two shots about two inches and I went, Jesus Christ, what is going on? Um, three months away from the great game. We'll do that to you. No, I'm, I'm heading to the goal. I'll digress. We'll say I will be tuning in to the NRL. Come on, just say like Billy Slater and Cooper Cronk run out. Should, so it'll be good. Um, <laughs> uh, the golf. The golf, the golf. Tiger Woods, Peyton Manning versus Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady. It's actually snuck up on us quite quickly. Um, it's actually next Monday, 25th of May. So lo and behold, he's around the corner. Uh, if you listen to Give Me Something a few weeks back, I came on and said, 
I don't understand how this game is not more even in the book. It's Tiger Woods, Maiden, uh, Maiden. Well, that sort of makes sense. Tiger Woods, Maiden, <laughs> Maiden, $1.44 versus Phil Nicholson, Tom Brady, $2.75. This is a charity game. Charity games always, I'm not going to say the word fixed, but they are built for entertainment. They go down to the wire. And the fact that one is $2.75 and one is $1.44 just does not make sense, especially when you look at some of the other marks, like the match finishing hole, the match finish on hole 18 or later, which would signify it's going to be a very close game. It's the favourite at $2.30. Match finish on the 17th, $4. Match finish on the 16th, $4.33. So I say it again, got to be closer to even money each. So Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady, $2.75 is a great bet. In my eyes. Something interesting about this, I read overnight that on the fifth hole, both players in each side are only allowed to use one club on the fifth hole as a bit of a fun element. How good is that? Which club club would you use on the fifth hole? A putter? Well, you can use whatever you want. I don't know what the hole is, so I should have done a bit more research. But what would you (laughs) if you could only use one club on a hole, what would you use? Three iron. Yeah. You can putt with a three iron. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Patrick? You can get the big driver out. You could probably putt with a driver a bit better. Nah, he's playing a safe game there. Have you seen the doco on um, on Tiger Woods when he's leading the Masters by nine, speaking about getting the driver out? Have you seen that? No. He's should leading the Masters. Oh, you should. He's leading the Masters by nine strokes, right? Going into the... This is the end of the third day. And he was putting in the morning in his room... And he took all the balls out of the bag and he forgot to put them back in, right? And he didn't know this Tiger Woods and his caddy should have been keeping on top of this. But he went into the fo- that third day, the penultimate day. What a shocking word, penultimate. There's fewer syllables than saying second last. Anyway, he goes into that uh, particular day with the two balls in his bag. Now, in golf, if you lose those balls, regardless of how much you're in front, there's no the penalties, you're gone. You are eliminated from the comp. So he really? gets to the final hole on the third day, leading by nine in the Masters, right? And he shanks it into the ocean. And the trainer, Steve Williams from New Zealand, he knows there's one ball there. And he knows if he shanks this again, they are gone. That's it. Tournament over, immediately out. So he says, mate, why don't you just use the, the three iron? He goes, nah, let's get the wood out. So he gets the wood out, right? The last ball in that set. Straight down the middle. Straight down the middle. But he didn't tell him that for about four years later. Can you imagine if that ball went into the drink? Oh, that's unbelievable. Great little yeah. side story. No, well, yeah. I'd go the driver. You don't guts no glory. Diamonds made under pressure. You know how you know how that sort of stuff works. You drive the green and then just one putt it for a nice little dirt. Um, so that's a golf. I think that will be a cracker Monday. Um, Tune in. It's going to be um, it's going to be enjoyable. One other thing I do just want to quickly touch on, and I know we don't normally go two things here, but the Greyhound Megabets, um, and people can actually tweet in or email us in if they think they want us to create a Megabet. So we've got one called the Yeah the Girls Megabet, the YTG Megabet. Now it's for a Greyhound called Yeah the Girls to break the Richmond 333 meter record within her next three starts. Now it's a dollar eighty. Um, I won't sort of say. It probably won't happen because it's hard to break track records, but more or less want to just push to the pundits that if you like something in the greyhound world or in the racing world, then just email us in and we can try and price up a market. Anything like track records or any all of the above, get it across our desk and we will do our very best to make it a market. So that's it for me. 
Eddie, one last thing on the golf. Do you know the handicap for Peyton Manning and Phil Mick- and uh, Tom Brady? I don't know the handicap. Obviously, Woods and Nicholson are off scratch. I think Brady's off eight. Is he eight? Okay. Eight, yeah. And, and Peyton Manning off three. Off three. Yeah. And Peyton used to have all sorts of problems. He just could never get past yeah. Brady, but Eli could. But Peyton's, hand, Peyton's pretty handy. He's played in a couple of little tournaments himself, whereas Tom Brady's just a step up and crank it sort of guy. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. Monday, 25th. Enjoy it. Like you've enjoyed this podcast. Oh. <laughs> Felix, you've changed hats. You still oh, be Just woke up. I was having a bit of a kip there. Um, yeah, the the bunnies. Big Gladiator fan, big Russell Crowe fan. So, you know, I had yes. to jump on the, uh, Good the bunnies, of course. But we will switch over to the lesser known football AFL over in Victoria. The Bulldogs, $18 for me. And I'd like to get your thoughts on this one, Patty, as another sort of AFL aficionado here. Yep. The Bulldogs are overs at $18. Now, I'm not saying they're the favourite for the premiership by any stretch. But bringing Josh Bruce into there at $18, mm. that's overs. Mm, nah. Well, that's not overs, punters. No. <laughs> no I, 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 I don't know. Like, well, are you just basing that purely on bringing in what? Just, just correcting their spine a little bit with, with Bruce in the forward line and Alex Keith in the fence. Yeah. $18 seems, seems about right. I mean, there's... Uh, they're fifth, fifth, got, you're going you're gonna to find $15 on most other bookmakers as well. Okay. Well, slightly over. But if you saw what Collingwood did to him in round one, they gave him a fair old slapping. Yeah, that is true. I sort of forget. I sort of throw the old round one stuff out the window at this point when you consider the car. What are your thoughts as well on just a general, like a general market look? Are we going for veteran teams at the moment that are going to be able to handle these sort of situations a little bit better? Or are we going, because there's two schools of thought you can take. I side with the veterans when it comes to this sort of, you know, just the disrupted prep, all of that sort of stuff. So I like West Coast and Collingwood having two of the older lists. Mm. I think though it depends on um, where you're based. I think that if you're one of the teams that's having to relocate, if you're one of the older guys with a family, your family's not all coming up or anything like that, I think they're going to be a little struggle a little bit and a little bit more um, held aback from that because they're away from their family. If you're 21, you're used to moving around, you've been drafted to Adelaide, you're from Sydney, wherever. Um, I think that they might be able to be a little bit more adaptable to that. But I think that if you're at home in Melbourne, one of the older teams, you're right. I think they're probably going to be a little bit better. But so I think it depends on if you're one of the in, those interstate teams having to travel. That's my take on it. I reckon that the Giants will take to it like a duck to water. Oh, I agree. Just a bit, I agree. No skin off their nose. $7.50 about the Giants, I think, is a crack and bet. It's just well, those how, they'll folk, how they'll have if they can make it to the grand final and... And see how they go from there in front of zero people. Yeah, I was, I was surprised there that the punters haven't really jumped to uh, GWS. Collingwood getting a lot of love early, and the markets are young, but Collingwood getting a lot of love early at that $7 mark. Do you love for the days? Absolutely none. There have been a couple of donations <laughs> come their way, but you'd be surprised how much we're actually holding on Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have just jumped on that $301. But I'll tell you, there is actually value, and I, I do digress here, but there is value in the least wins market. Gold Coast are at $1.62, waiting down on those odds. Adelaide and Carlton sitting at $10. Now, 2020 hasn't been strange enough. If we're going to throw in Gold Coast, something happens here, fires them up a little bit. I think it's not the worst bet having a look at Adelaide. Yeah, no, Adelaide are $10. Debacle. Hey, Felix, tell me with those... Felix, with those Gold Coast bets, did most of those come after 11.30pm? Like, have people been just poleaxed at home thinking, oh, look at this. Well, there was uh, a weird... $8 I, flights to Gold Coast. And then bang, <laughs> I'm backing actually, them that way. 
I actually logged into the COVID Safe app and I found out the majority of the people that punted on Gold Coast are the ones that were protesting on Parliament steps. So there seems to be a pretty dense location where they all came from at the same time. In between now, Bill Gates. Now, guys, out. speaking of AFL futures, in the office, um, Patrick Garshagan, before the season started, he signed a bet with about 10 of us, $100 each, that Melbourne would finish the top eight. Now, my question for you two is, should that bet be voided or should it be kept in place? Kept. Um, it should be kept. And yeah. should it be, now that we're playing roughly 80% of the season, should it be at 80% of the stake? Kept. Kept 100% of the stake. <laughs> see, 100%. see, this is, I, I'm an honourable and loyal man, so I will stick with my bet and I won't pull it, pull it away. But when I put this bet on, I signed up to us having... A full 22-round season, um, 23, 22 games. And we were due to play some of the worst sides twice. And that's been swept away from us. So my real benefit and advantage is gone. But the money where the mouth is. The money is where the mouth is. So I'll be sticking with it. Eddie, you're, you have now have the advantage. And I'll say it this way, right? As if I have the advantage. You do. The shorter the game, that's why you see so many outsiders in T20 get up. So if I played Rafael Nadal... I cannot beat him, but I can beat him in a point because he might double fault. The <laughs> shitty teams, right? The shorter the journey, the more chance you are. I know you've got this thing about, oh, we might have played easier team. Well, a far better chance now with a, an abbreviated comp. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to a new set of Callaways. <laughs> <laughs> All the best. Um, Thank you, Lionsman. Thank you, Ball Boys. That's probably man done for the day. And I'll just go through a quick little darts tip because, of course, we, Shug, Felix, you and I, we love the darts. We bring up old Jared Cole quite often. And I think we gave, him, we gave him the commentator's curse last week. He lost four love last week after we <laughs> spoke to us. But look, Didn't I'm hoping well. that he can get back on track. He's had a little bit of a losing streak lately. Now, he's got a couple of games tomorrow today, sorry, that I think he should be straight, you know, pretty simple for him. He's playing Michael Warburton. He's only paying $1.44 to win there. Should be pretty simple for him there. But he's playing at Richie Edhouse and he's paying $2.10 to beat Richie, who's paying $1.66. Now, Richie's coming off four, a four-game winning streak. Jared's off a couple-game losing streak. I think we need to back our boy in here and I think that he might do a little bit of an upset there. When I think, I'm just hoping, with fingers crossed, because they don't have a great head-to-head record, but we need to back the coal train in, don't we? Oh, we love the coal train. And the final thing I'll say on this, uh, guys, is that I have broken all records for hypocrisy today. I've been bagging the Panthers for their dress-ups. Felix is wearing the South Sydney hat uh, there. On Friday night, uh, or in Friday night week, South Sydney take on the Roosters, which is Russell Crowe's team. But this Friday night, Robin Hood plays... To which I'll bob my head up during the coverage, and I'll be in dress up in in uh, Robin Hood. So, uh, <laughs> so what? How's that for hypocrisy? Oh God, very good. I'll be there yeah. with the screenshots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just quickly run through just for the punters a quick little recap. Who are your NRL futures and, and weekly tip? Sure. Uh, take the Tigers to win this first week. Take the Tigers to make the top eight, and back both Manly and Melbourne to win the comp. Uh, Paddy. Golf. Um, Nicholson and Brady. 2.75 in the goal. Felix. Collingwood will ride the veteran wave. Unfortunately, the premiership, but the Bulldogs are overs at $18. <laughs> and I've got Jared Cole to beat Richie Edhouse at 2 bucks ten. 
bring on the coal train. Thanks, guys, for joining me. We didn't need a guest. We have all the content you need right Damn. here. Or give me something. <laughs>